We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. So late today. You guys are right, getting my setup, getting everything set up, and also getting screenshots as to what's been going on. It's been like a big news day, so like we've got a couple of things that I know we'll get into. Uh, Pogba Jr., what's happening? Frankie versus the world. I don't think I've seen you join in a live. Welcome for the first time. Soccer dad for life. Becoming a regular. Love seeing you. Anis, what's happening? Katie's joined in. Pogba dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Jazz, Mauricio, official coach. Edgar, what's going on, brother? Um, great to see you. Uh, Anis says that the MLS all-star jersey... I, th- I think, or I don't know. This was our DC United. Was this our training top or our jersey? I don't. I think this is our training top. I always like this training top. I was also realizing I was thinking like I was like, man, I got a lot of jerseys and training tops and stuff. Let me start rocking them a little bit here. Uh, but it was went for my run earlier in this, and I like these because they're um, they like um, I forget the fiber or the the material of it is pretty good. Um, official Edgar gave me a wave. What's going on? Uh, Sin said, Quincy, what up? Uh-oh. Headphones. Can you guys hear me okay? I think my headphones got connected. Uh, by mistake, what should my... Okay, Alex already getting straight into the questions. Love that. So welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. So, um, I'm not hearing me. All right. All right. Can I get a thumbs up or spam that heart button if you guys hear me okay? Because I don't know if I was getting some technical difficulties. I think, um, my headphones were connected. Connecting there, but we should be good to go. Okay, great. I'm getting the, the spam of the heart, so that's always going. Um, it's lit tonight. You know it's lit. Uh, yeah, welcome everybody to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show with your host, 11-year MLS veteran, Quincy Ameriqua. As you guys know, MLS stands for Major League Soccer, but here on this show, we talk about the MSL or the Mental Strength League. Joe Jackson knows. Drop the I'm in your head emojis because I'm in your head. But on the Ask a Soccer Pro show, we break down the MSL, the Mental Strength League. It is a game, a mentality, a mindset to help you accomplish your goals. We talk about critical thinking, philosophy, uh, quantum physics, uh, four-dimensional chess, uh, mustache, yeah, mustache league gang, uh, stuff. Latest dance moves, trends. What's going on in the MLS world? Uh, how to accomplish your goals and how to overcome self doubt and everything else in between. We like to have a lot of fun here, and we also like to put in work and uh, take responsibility for the progress that we we see on a day to day basis. And uh, work together collectively as a team to get to wherever we want to go. 
Because you guys know what it is here. We're here to sell you on the idea that you and the team you build is all you need to get to wherever you want to be in life and soccer. That's a perfect soccer brand. And on Ask the Soccer Pro Show, that's what we talk about. So there's a lot to cover uh, today, as always. Uh, drop your questions in the question box. We will get to everybody's questions as quickly as we possibly can. And we also will do our best to get to recent event and news that's going on. So I like talking about, obviously we like talking about the MSL and mentality and answering everybody's questions. The one known as Anthony, what's up brother? I feel like I haven't seen you in quite some time. Where have you been? What's been going on? Uh, but yeah, we like talking about a lot of things and I love seeing the community uh, grow and uh, and join us here over time. Um, a lot of the MSL mentality and things that we're we're learning, we're applying is as a result of current events and like kind of what's going on, especially in the soccer world. So I figured um, I could probably do a better job of talking about current events, what's going on, especially with uh, the progress and the work that's going on with Black Players for Change organization that uh, I've been a part of. Uh, I've been a, a large part in helping organize the group and and keep things here going, moving along. So I'm I'm proud of the work that we're doing, but also. I need to do a better job of letting you guys know what's going on, especially if you've got questions. Mo Ali 2001 said, hey, Quincy, you're, uh, hope you're doing well. Was waiting for this in the UK. It's 2 a.m. Yo, shout out a secondary uh, UK uh, follower joining in. I think England joins in at 2 a.m. every week. And uh, I love the dedication. You guys are, are you setting push notifications to join in? Are you already up at two in the morning over there in the UK? What's going on? I need answers. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into a couple of the questions that came in and then we'll go over a little bit of the, the recent events that's been going on. So let's see. Uh, Alex underscore Paul 30 asks, what should my routine be for my game Saturday when it comes to foods and such? Um, I think your routine... So when we're breaking it down, I think most people are thinking only on game day, like what's a game day routine? Um, but I like to start with what's your routine leading up to game day? So how far back are you taking control of your uh, nutrition and you know your nutrition and recovery regimen? Uh, the more disciplined you are throughout the week, the less you need to have a special routine on game day to make up for like the stuff that you weren't doing doing during the week. So I like to focus on creating good habits so that on Saturday or on game day, you don't have to do anything special. You just do what you always do, which is uh, what you're supposed to, or better yet, what you know is best for you as an individual. So for me, I like, uh, I'm, I'm big on carbs. I, I, like, I like a lot of breads. Uh, breads are a, a large source of my of my calories. Uh, especially in during season, um, and lean, lean proteins. So you know, turkey, uh, ground turkey. Obviously, you know, chicken. I prefer ground turkey, um, and then proportions. So depending on your your physique, depends on the proportions and sizes that are good for you. But um, that's what I stick to. I think uh, good sources. Also, I transition from. I transitioned over to almond milk a while ago. Um, I, I just think if you really think about it, humans are the only animal that drinks the milk of another animal, and we're the only we're the only animal that drinks milk after uh, adolescence, like infancy. So, so 
I think if you go and do kind of your own research into that, we're not necessarily meant to, I think lacto- lactose, uh, we're not meant to really process that after the fact. So I think there's a lot of like inflammatory issues that the population deals with as a result of drinking and eating dairy products. And I love ice cream. So like, uh, I'm not knocking dairy products. I like dairy. Um, I just realized that, you know, you can find alternatives in tran in, in transition there. So I think a great person who came on and spoke, uh, about that at length was Earl Edwards Jr. I forget which episode it recently was like 79 or 78. He really broke down how he got down from, you know, 13% body fat to, I think he's below 8% body fat now and how he's maintaining that. Um, so definitely go check out that episode. That'll be more helpful. So, you know, give him more context. I don't want to just say, go watch something else. No, um, that's a little bit for me, but everyone's different. There's alternatives and that's how I approach it. Um, loving that. Uh, if you guys are liking that, please continue spamming the heart button so I can see that and know if that's the type of information you are looking for. Um, I think once you've been a pro for so long, there's a lot of stuff that you just know to be true and you integrate into your own process. Um, and, you know, you forget it's something that you learned in the past. Um, so, so it can be news or new information for, for you guys. So please keep them coming. Uh, let's see, John Hollinger. Welcome brother. Um, I can hear you. Okay. Perfect. Oh, Joe Jackson said, got my perfect soccer ball yesterday. I love it. Three Jesus hands. Congratulations, my friend. Thanks for grabbing yourself or thank you for all the support in the community, and I'm glad you copped yourself a ball. Love to see uh, some video of you using it um, at, 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 a, at a socially distanced uh, place. <laughs> Let's see, Shannon, welcome into the live. Yeah, Connor McCormick said, I'm here at 2 a.m. in the U.K. as well. So we got a couple, shout, shout out a couple of you joining in from the U.K., uh, joining in at 2 a.m., showing that dedication, said it's been hot this week. That's funny. Uh, our Facebook ads team is based um, in the U.K. They're based out in the U.K., and they were saying the same. They were saying, you know, uh, you guys complain a lot about not having great weather or yeah, good weather. It's usually overcast weather and it not being hot. And this uh, past week, it's been hot, and now all you guys are doing is compa- complaining about about the heat. Uh, so uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, the one known Anthony said, sorry for my absence. Been putting in that work with training. So far, my fitness has been improving drastically. That is great to hear. Uh, brother, what have, what, you, what have you been working on specifically and what's been – What's been most helpful for you? Uh, what have you found to be the thing that has helped you elevate your game? Uh, Joe.Jackson11 asks, do you recommend visualizing your game daily along with the practice that you get in? Yeah, I do. I think if you can, um, you know, especially if you're earlier on in your career, like someone, obviously I've got, I've got a wife, I've got two kids. I, you know, I'm in my free agency. We run our business. We're basically managing and operating, you know, an organization, excuse me, of over a hundred black players in MLS with black players for change. So there's a lot of stuff going on, but even during that, during all of that, I still find time to train and in between, you know, in between calls and in between, um, preparation, I'll even be doing visualization of, uh, you know, skills, drills, 
and and training. So visualization is very helpful. Um, the clearer you can see it in your mind, um, the the more in tune I feel you you'll align yourself when you're when you're there in person. Visualization is um is very is very beneficial, but only if you're also doing the work physically to 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 match to match it. Uh, underscore P O G B A Junior asks: Is it normal that before a competition that you don't eat because some reason I can't eat before a competition? I'd say uh, if you're experiencing kind of nerves or uh, usually before competition, you might uh, speaking to visualization. Sorry, so speaking to visualization, if you get really good at visualization, you can actually manifest the physical responses that you would if you were actually doing it in place. So like, um, I would I would. I would think that you're probably experiencing that because as you start to get into game mode and thinking of game mode, the blood in your body from your from your heart and stuff starts leaving your gut and starts getting out to your limbs and your extremities, right? Because um, your your body's not thinking about uh, digesting food. Digesting food is a process that takes a lot of energy and time, right? And um, and gets slow. So if you're starting to get into game mode, that's probably what's happening. You know, the blood's leaving leaving your gut and going out to your limbs because that's what you're going to need to compete and to and to sustain the game. So if if you're kind of getting into that mode a little bit too early, uh, and you haven't eaten, you'll want to make sure that your regimen accounts for that. So if you know you tend to get nerves and then you don't get hungry, you'll want to start making sure that you're getting enough food, enough carbs, enough calories very early on. And if uh, you know you you do that and you feel you haven't gotten enough, you know, food or calories, you'll want to at least have some type of uh, I would say like I'd recommend like a protein protein shake like a plant-based protein shake to at least give yourself some calories so that you're not going fully into the game on an empty empty stomach um, I know everybody's a bit different me personally I could eat I could eat food at halftime and sometimes I have you know I've got to eat like a whole meal at halftime just because you know I burned a lot of energy or calories and um, and um, yeah my body needs it and I know that that's what I need but I know other guys can't do that they'll throw up after a result of it. So like I said, it, it's, it's specific to player. It's specific to yourself and it's trial and error. You got to, you got to just test a lot of things. And the more you test, the more experience you get and, uh, the higher chance you got to make it to year 10 professional and beyond. But let's see, hopefully that's helpful. England 2130 joined in, drop the in your head emojis. Welcome England. We've got two other UK, uh, UK followers in on the live as well too. So I think you're setting a trend over there, man. Uh, welcome Emilio. What's going on? Welcome everyone. CE546. I believe that's the first time I've seen you. Welcome in no context. Dylan dropped in. Everyone, I am, let's see. So let's answer another question or two. We'll get to a little bit of uh, recent events and then give you guys a little bit of time, drop a couple more questions. We can keep it going. Let's see. Uh, the one known as Anthony said, I'm currently at 160 pounds now. I was at 168 in March. I'm aiming for 155. Congratulations. That means you were, you've been putting in that work during quarantine. While other people were waiting uh, to see what happens, you were putting in the work. And uh, that's good, man. That's good. 
Putting that right, putting that right. All right, so let's see what we had got over here. So I don't know if you guys had seen the the response Reggie Cannon had had talked about today, or yeah, I think it was today or yesterday. Today, I think it was today. Earlier this morning, uh, after the FC Dallas uh, Nashville match, or before the match, they had uh, they had kneeled during that, and they had gotten themselves a lot of booze. Um, Reggie gave a a pretty in depth response to all that, and I think uh, I think it has been a very hot topic amongst the community. There has been a lot of um, there's been a lot of engagement, a lot of uh, a lot of um, opinions, and a lot of suggestions from the community. So it's 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 interesting to see how polarizing all of this is is becoming, and and how um, you know. Uh, simple phrases and simple gestures can can evoke such strong emotions out of uh, out of everybody. But I think these are these are necessary conversations that need to happen, and ones that are only happening because the language that is being used to describe things uh, forces people to pay attention. So you know. So I don't know if if everybody had seen that. Let's see. So I think in in continuation of Reggie's comments, there was also the most recent um, the recent post uh, recent post of the Say It Loud documentary uh, of the of the MLS is back, MLS is black uh, protests. Uh, they posted that as well over there. So if you guys. Haven't seen that. I think Black Arrow, Aaron over at Black Arrow, helped produce the 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 film, and um, I just think a lot of the a lot of the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes is starting to starting to uh, get shared here publicly. So um, I'm interested to to hear you guys' feedback, see where you're at with things, and um, if any of you have have been following the Black Players for Change account and uh, what you've been noticing or or, or uh, seeing in terms of the online community's response to everything what do you what are you feeling about stuff what kind of questions do you have as a result of it um like i said these are all necessary conversations it's it's great to see that people are willing to engage and and um be open to hearing new perspectives mm -mm -mm. let's see uh, Yosef said, I told you I play Juco and I'm going to play UPSL. Your thoughts on UPSL? I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about UPSL as of late to like really know what the level's at and, and how it's viewed, how it's viewed while there, um, depending like, what are your goals? What are, what is it you're trying to accomplish? I think if you're, if your goal is to play at the MLS level one day, um, and you're starting out at the UPSL level, it's going to be a lot of work. It's going to take a long time for you to, to make the right connections and to perform well, to get, make your way up the ranks. Like I said, the, like I've said, and always said, the lower level you start out, the harder it is to make it up because people already have an assumption as to how good or how good you are not based on the level you start out at. And every single place you show up at, you're having to prove people wrong over and over and over again. So it, it's good in the long run because it builds character. It, it forces you to have to adapt and uh, uh, and improve and 
level up your game, but it it, it, it is bad in the short term because it you know it it makes it really really difficult. I'm you know like I said, self honesty is the key pillar here at Perfect Soccer. That's what we talk about, and that's what I spend a lot of time um, uh, referencing. The three S's of self awareness is uh, crucially important in your ability to navigate this uh, the the process and make it make your way up over time. Um, and um, you know, yeah, I'm just thinking about it. It's tough. It's been a it's been a long grind, guys. Uh, guys, it's a it's a grind. Professional sports is a grind. And uh, if someone tells you it isn't, they they either haven't played or they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Connor said Quincy for Atlanta United manager. Tell you what, if you guys wanted to write that ship and have someone who had some experience, uh, deep experience in the league that could, that could, uh, that could shake things up for, for all the right reasons. And, um, yeah, that would be a smart move. I just think uh, I think people are out here too scared to take perceived risks. Perceived risks. I think a lot of people right now are just going for what they've always known to be safe, quote unquote safe, or the right move. But I think a big reason why the country is in the state that it's in is because we're not taking into account all perspectives, all people, and all uh, all value that is is out there. You know, there's a lot of there is a lot of talented uh, individuals here in the states, both in so- soccer and outside of soccer, who are not being heard, who are not being represented, and who are not feeling as though they're a part of the process or a part of the system. You know, they feel they feel uh, they're not having access to the types of resources or pathways that are available to other other people, and I think that frustration is really starting to spill over in um you know in society and um i think a big reason why sports has become politicized so i see a lot of people i see not a lot you know but but i see i see people making the comments that they're they don't like the fact that sports are becoming politicized or they're politicized um and i hear that i understand where they're coming from i i know why they feel the way they do they see sports as an escape from reality right but the fact that reality for people has become such such a disconnect from what has been promised or what the you know american dream is uh, proposed to be for all that it is bleeding into sports and i think those who aren't taking the opportunity to self reflect as to why it's bleeding into sports are missing the point of why it's bleeding into sports, right? And and I think it's bleeding into sports because we aren't spending enough time doing our own research and participating in, in the processes that allow us to have sports as a means of entertainment, as a means to escape that type of work. I don't believe we're doing enough work when we're not there or the work we're not doing enough of the work that's necessary to to progress everyone or give everyone the opportunity to progress to be forward and that's why it's bleeding into sports so i understand the argument or the thoughts from people who are saying that and they don't want to see those types of things um in sports but i also yeah that's the counter to that i i believe in terms of just thinking as well as um 
many people who participate in sports or watch sports also have to see messages and things that they don't agree with and they don't align with, but so that the sports can continue to go and you can be entertained, they they accept those things and they deal with them as well too. So uh, I think just because you don't hear of things or you don't, yeah, you haven't personally experienced them doesn't mean that they aren't happening or that it's not going on. Um, I think that's that's what I feel is coming to you such a, you know, ahead here with um, just sports in America in general. And, um, you know, I'd say black players in particular in terms of the representation and, and decision-making roles in within the league. Uh, Joe Jackson dropped self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability, and the I'm in your head emojis, and then gave me the three S's of self-awareness. Love that, brother. That is pinned. If you guys haven't checked out that um, that talk I did, you definitely want to uh, have a listen. Let's see. The one known as Anthony said, honestly, I've always tried to keep sports and politics separate, but in these times, we need to make a statement through sports events that there are still issues within this country and abroad. Uh, I appreciate your insights, brother, and uh, I can, you know, I can understand where you're coming from, and and I agree in the same sense of um, I agree in the sense that I think if we if we're doing enough and we're helping. And doing the right things, uh, we'll be able to get back to what I guess we perceive to be as normal. But we've got new normals as well, too. So, I mean, progress, you know. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Joe Jackson said, I feel like it needs to be there because it is a huge platform and thus is able to get it out to more people. That's that's a fair statement as well, too. I think I think a lot of the issues is just a it's a lack of awareness for people. To your point, Joe, you know, like. Uh, yeah, you might not like the fact that it's there, but you're aware of the issue and problem, and it, it hopefully encourages you to do a bit of research on your own and and understand the argument or the point that people who you might not necessarily see or interact with um, are making, you know. Uh, the experience is not the same for everyone. And many of us are in our own bubbles, right? I think we, we're just talking about the the, the MLS bubble, uh, the MLS's back bubble for the tournament that a lot of the players were, were participating in or were a part of. So I would see, you know, people would be, be saying, oh, how are all these professional players complaining about having food for themselves, you know, having free food and um, they have doctors and they're, they're, in the, they're in the bubble and they're safe and COVID can't be an issue or problem for them because um, maybe their experience outward, out looking in, it looks like that's way better and that's their complaining right and then if you're in the bubble you're basically saying hey i'm away from my family if there is an issue or problem that's happening that's outside of here i can't be close to them uh, i'm used to to um being in my local market and not being away from home for longer than a week at a time so like the experience the experience is completely different and i think what we talk a lot here is about is about self reflection obviously and um not making excuses so so there's good and bad to everything. There's pros and cons to everything. And I think if we spend a little bit more time being um, being mindful uh, that not everything is better 
you know, the whole grass is always greener. Not everything's always better on the other side. And if you don't experience it for yourself, you might not ever know. So, so, you know, I guess just have an empathy, compassion for your fellow human. Uh, but yeah. And, uh, let's see what we got here. But this is good. I appreciate, you know, you guys. Let me know where you're at. Yo, look at that. Jaleel Baba joined in. What's going on, bro? If you want to hop in, please feel free to call in. Would love to... Uh, ah, would love to get a little bit of your insights. We just had uh, Reggie up on uh, the screen, if you see that. Um, and see where you're falling on, where you're, where you're at with that. So let's see what we got here. There we go. Okay. All right. Claude, what's going on? Uh, Emilio says, thoughts on FC Dallas's statement on the situation. I didn't see FC Dallas's statement. Could you give me, could you drop kind of like what, what they were, what they were saying? Cause I didn't see that they had a response. I just saw that FC Dallas had published the, um, his, uh, his thoughts. <laughs> Cincy Tucky, what's going on, man? Um, as someone, as someone who's mixed race, I gotta make it known I'm proud of who I am and proud of what I do for a living. Uh, that was the one known as Anthony. So let's see what we got here. All right. So this is good. Um, you know, like I said, talking about kind of the state of what's going on on the political side because that's what's happening in sports so we don't want to just ignore that as if it's not a thing that's going on but i appreciate uh your guys's feedback on that where you're feeling how you're seeing stuff let's get to the other side of stuff so i think in recent in recent news uh literally right before right before i started getting on the live this is why you guys were noticing that i was a little bit late uh my phone came through on uh, the news that LAFC mutually agreed to part ways with Diamande, um, which is pretty massive. I know uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, uh, Ask the Soccer Pro Show episode, All on Instincts, he joined in and made it very much known that uh, people will be greatly, people are greatly underestimating uh, what he is going to do. And I, it's been amazing to see him balling out in the MLS's black, in the MLS, is the MLS's black tournament. All right, I think he had three goals in three games. Uh, he has been on fire, killing it, and um, I think it's uh, been perfect timing for LAFC, considering the fact that um, Diomande has, I guess, been having a couple of uh, personal issues, and now has resulted in uh, the club and him mutually parting ways. So um, I think they've got a great, you know, they've got a great forward in uh, BPW uh, or B. BWP, sorry, BPW, <laughs> BWP, uh, for that, for that role and position. So, um, did, has, have you guys seen that news and what, what were your thoughts on that when you, when you heard it? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, Joe Jackson said, yeah, uh, BWP was insane in the MLS's back tournament. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that was a, it was a great conversation with, uh, with Bradley a couple, I think, I can't remember, a couple months ago. Maybe you need to open the computer, do some research to see which episode that was. Uh, okay, fun uh, trivia. Does anyone know what episode uh, Bradley Rack Phillips had uh, attended? So, so I'll ask a little little game trivia. So, which which episode was it? Anyone know? Anyone know? Reese, welcome to the live. Oh, I look this up. Went to the wrong one. Let's see. BWP episode sixty nine. That is Kurt. Oh, okay. And this is guessing seventy one. I'm off the top of my head. I think uh, I think it was sixty nine, and that's why I was going to. I was going to go check. So John, uh, the one known as Anthony. I don't know because I have a bad memory. And this said episode seventy one. Let's see episode. I think it's episode. I think it was episode sixty nine. So let's go confirm. Nope, it wasn't episode 69, so let's see, episode, episode 6071 for Anis, let's go look, I'm going to look up this one as well too, uh, I'm also updating, so uh, talk about updates and everything that's going on guys, and making everything as simple as possible or, and better, uh, we're, we're updating the website, so perfectsoccerskills.com, uh, making it much smoother to navigate and the re what I'm gonna what I need to start utilizing more is if you see in the top corner, there is the search bar. So in the search bar, I can go in. I'm probably Bradley for Bradley Wright Phillips, and bang. So the search bar is at the top. So as we've been having a lot of people on the show. Uh, a lot of past guests, a lot of information. If there's any keyword that you guys are interested in or topic, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com, put in the search bar at the top, and uh, it should pop up. So you got it here. It is confirmed. Bradley Life Phillips, episode 62, all on instinct. So let's see. We review a little bit of what he had covered there. Um, yeah, the best one was his don't be a bait... There we go. Uh, Bradley coming with the D-Bab mentality. So Earl Edwards mentality of don't be a baby. So definitely go listen to uh, minute 1952 through 2549 of episode 62 where um, uh, he breaks down, you know, the D-Bab mentality. Um, and uh, I think a huge reason why he's finding a lot of success right now, especially at the MLS's back tournament. So interested to watch him over the rest of the uh, over the rest of the year. It's been dope to see. Uh, let's see what we got here. And I said, yeah. Alex. So. Okay, nice. You guys are talking about um, heading to the UK when the borders open back up for 
trials. Yo, uh, see, Dylan, you know, also a reminder, no context, Dylan, um, and I've been letting you guys know he is our, per, uh, he's a perfect soccer e-gamer. He's going to be, he's going to be uh, streaming here regularly on the perfect soccer Twitch account, uh, here upcoming. I think he just recently sent over to me and Katie his weekly schedule. So once we've got his weekly schedule dialed in and locked in, we will make sure to, uh, make that post and we'll probably be posting that here weekly on the account so you guys can stay uh, dialed in on what he's planning on doing with our with the Perfect Soccer Ultimate team, uh, as well as his as his uh, regular stream. So I'm excited for that, Dylan. I'm juiced. Um, I'm I'm assuming and hoping you are good to go, and we are ramped up come next week. So seeing you in the Perfect Soccer team members meeting on Monday. Uh, for those of you who might be interested in joining the brand as an intern uh we are we are primed and ready for growth and if you want to uh, you know have an internship work for the brand if you've got some skills um some skills that you feel would be of value please ha- send us an email to contact at perfectsoccerskills.com uh and uh let us know what you'd be interested in and we'll see if uh we'll see if you got what it takes to join the team um Dylan is Dylan is one of a few who will be joining the team. So uh, I think as I think we're a little bit slow with Dylan, but a little bit slow to make sure that we're getting him over everything he needs. We're getting all the systems and processes in place, uh, everything humming uh, nicely and integrated into kind of the marketing machine that is our brand. So I want to make sure that we're you know. We're we're putting the resources and time behind promoting uh, promoting him and what he'll be doing and what's working on and I definitely want to encourage you guys to to participate because uh, a lot of my focus here has been making sure that we're we're having a lot of fun you know P stands for passion and you have fun pursuing your passion and I I want to I want to spend more time highlighting that here with the brand I think everybody has done a great job everybody in the community has done a great job of putting in that work, remaining dedicated, staying committed. And um, I think um, I think uh, the reward of that is getting to pursue your passion, right? And uh, and enjoy yourself. So uh, I want to make sure that we're we're facilitating that and and um, and uh, having those those types of resources available. So Emilio said, never mind, just saw that the FC Dallas owner put out a better statement. The original is incredibly neutral and shying away from the topic. Got you. So they probably just, they wanted to get something out there so it wasn't dead silence and now they've they've gained a bit more um, context. That's interesting. Maybe I'll look that up and see. Let's see. So uh, Emilio, that's FC Dallas's Twitter or where where should I look? Yeah, probably Twitter is where it's going to come out, right? Okay, statement from, this is 58 minutes old, uh, statement from Clark and Dan Hunt. We want to be clear, uh, we love and support Reggie Cannon. The racist comments and death threats he has received are repulsive and unacceptable. There's no place in our sport or in our country for that matter for 
for the kind of horrific vitriol Reggie has had to endure today. Hateful or violent threats are never warranted, especially when they are directed towards a member of our FC Dallas family. We will continue to work together with our players, our coaches, and our fans against racism and in the cause of equality for all. Clark Hunt, FC Dallas chairman and CEO, Dan Hunt, FC Dallas president. So I don't know if, yeah, so I don't think that was the owner. Support the players and the rights to express themselves peaceful manner okay there you go so that's what you're talking about emilio the first statement was a more general statement um and then the second the second statement was more more specific in terms of their support of uh, reggie and the condemning of the of some of the the comments that have come in to him as a result of his of his statements you know at the end of the day we we might not agree with what everybody has to say about us or what they believe in but in america that's the beauty of the freedom of speech. We must protect it, even if it is to protect the hate speech of people who don't necessarily believe in us or or care for us. Uh, we care for their right to speak their mind, and we want them to speak freely about how they feel about us or our, or our ideas. Silence. Silencing of people, regardless of if we like what they have to say or not, um, is not is not a route or road that leads to a world that we want to be a part of. And um, I hope I hope the community understands that, and I hope we collectively stand up for everyone's right to express themselves however they see fit. Because at the end of the day, guys and girls men and women if they're saying things because they want to get you mad remember no, nobody knows you unless they know how to make you angry and if they're just saying stuff to make you angry and they don't you know what that means you know what that means right there and as long as that rent stays free the best part of it staying free or being free is that it stays free it is free it will always remain free. Yo, shout out uh, DC. Russell Bow. You guys go and watch the exactly Emilio 2010 champs, the goats. Go, 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 go. Dre Akabar, uh, Stuart Seyus, Joseph Nane, uh, Anthony Wallace, Pablo Mascheroni, Jeff Lorenowitz, uh, Connor Casey, Omar Cummings. Oh, man. Kosuke Kimura. Mm, would you get, get Drew Moore, Matt Pickens? Uh, what do we got? Uh, Alex said, "Well, thanks for the advice. I appreciate it, but I have to get going. Thanks for everything. Of course, thanks for stopping by. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. You know, same time, same place. Six p.m. PST, nine p.m. EST. Uh, who else we had? We we had Brian Mullen, uh, Davy Armstrong." Uh, Eddie Ababio. Um, I'm trying to think who did I say already and who haven't I said? Scott Palguda. I'm thinking now, talking about visualization, going back to the thing, sitting in my locker and going from like left to right and thinking about who's there. Makuba Kanji. Hey, uh, Emilio said, watch, do you, watch y'all take over the league. <laughs> yeah, Marvell Wynn, uh, have my first high school game Saturday. J Pro Skills said, I have my first high school game Saturday. Good luck. Good luck. 
But you won't need luck if you've been practicing those three S's of self-awareness and putting in that work, about to drop that MSL mentality on them, show them that new level of the game that you've been working on during this quarantine. Hashtag all caps, no cap. Yeah, all these pros get in here while I'm about to get ready going to do my body weight training. Hey, you do your body weight training while you got the the show playing in the background. Claudio Lopez, Jamie Smith. That's right, yo. Claudio Lopez, love that dude. Shout out that man. Chip's always on. Always on. Claudio Lopez, Chip is always on. Jamie Smith, learn how to just manage. Uh, Jamie Smith taught me. Jamie Smith indirectly taught me that even more so how important it is to show up when it matters most. Like, you know, some people might be like, oh, you, you be ready when it matters most. You don't actually have to, yeah, you don't have to do everything all the time. It doesn't mean that that's the best, that's the way that I'd like to play it. But like I said, I learned, you learn something from every player or you should learn at least one thing from every player you ever play against. And, uh, even if they do things that you wouldn't necessarily do in your game or you can't do in your game, you can learn something from it and you can see the pros and the cons. Like I said, there's good and bad in everything. So you gotta, you wanna see the good and the bad and understand how you can benefit on the good and how it might be to your detriment on the bad. Excuse me, and knowing when to use one versus another. So. Okay, MLS fan page said so he dropped a question in the question box. Let's see if we get that open. Let's see. Uh, any tips for not getting nervous when playing and with scouts watching? Tips for not getting nervous. Yeah, my main tip is put in enough work before you get to your game or your tryout. Because if you if you put in enough work, that's what you think about once you're there in that moment. When you start to get nervous or you're nervous that you might not have done enough or be enough, know that you, you did do enough. And the only way you'll know that you did do enough is if uh, you do enough work once you get there, right? You're going to feel a little bit of nerves. But once once things get going and if you focus on what you know you're good at and you don't allow mistakes to prevent you from taking risks, then you're setting yourself up for success. You're giving yourself the best um, opportunity for success. I see the issue that I see a lot of players make is they think that making a mistake means that their whole day is done and their their opportunity is gone and the chance for them to to prove themselves is is gone. And because of that, their whole demeanor changes. Their head sinks. They they hide on the field. They don't want to take more opportunities. They they it it becomes it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Understand that you're going to make mistakes. You'll probably make a lot of them. Your ability to forget your mistakes is going to determine is a great determining factor in whether or not you're going to make it. It's your mentality, everybody. Mentality. Remember all the amazing stuff you did and forget all the terrible things that you've done in, when playing in the moment. And then when you're off the field, think of all the terrible things that you did and all the amazing moments. Reverse it. So off the field, reverse it. So, okay, I was bad at that. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Those are things that I can work on and or I can get better. Or I'm going to do enough work so those things don't happen in the game. And on game day, you can't do any work to prepare for game day. 
that should have already happened. On game day, you're seeing if the work you did was enough and if and it paid off. And if at, on game day or trial day, you realize that it wasn't, you're, the time to try to improve it or fix it or change it is not on game day. It's not on trial day. On game day and trial day, it's to focus on what you know you're good at and what you need to be known for. That's your only focus. And then after that, you can self-reflect and go, okay, I wasn't, you know, I didn't, my spatial awareness wasn't where it needed to be, or my first touch wasn't where it needed to be, but I showed very, very well at why I'm a great defender, right? I'm a great defender, but I might not have a great first touch. Okay, I'm not going to let my first touch, making a bad first touch, make me play really poor as a defender on the day, because now it's it's doubly bad. Bad first touch and a bad defender. If it's a bad touch, okay, you got a bad touch today, big deal. But you're going to have the best defensive shape, the best defensive tackles all day. So they could talk about, oh, your first touch is, yeah, but I'm a, but I'm a, I'm a monster at defending, right? And if you can at least solidify that, now they see something to work with. They go, okay, well, he's a great defender or she's a great defender and they're really good at this. If we can just tighten them up and get them good with their first touch, cool, we got something to work with, right? So building Everybody, that's what we're talking about. Building foundation, making your way up. Um, that's a great question. Uh, so, yo, Brahim, welcome, brother. Quincy, Quincy. I'm in your head. What up? Uh, let's see. We got we got like eight minutes left in the live. My back is not feeling great because I'm sitting all hunched over here on the on the floor. <laughs> Let's see, uh, the dot sports court, uh, ask funniest teammate you've ever played with professionally. Who that's tough because I love like I, every player is funny in their own way to me. I'd say guys who are most naturally funny, like just their existence, just like them speaking would make me laugh. Cause there's just like their, their thought process and how they approach stuff and how they said stuff just, just made me laugh was, a. Uh, I mentioned him earlier, Kosuke Kimura. Uh, love that dude. Funny, just stupid funny. Uh, another one with a Jameer Hika, my little messy. Um, oh man, man, just these guys would just be making me laugh. Uh, Vako, Vako, just some of the stuff he say to me in training uh, about mentality. We we definitely talk about mentality like on training and stuff uh, when I was with San Jose. And, you know, maybe doing really well in training and scoring goals and practicing well, but just not getting much of any playtime. Uh, just the stuff that Vaca would say to me on the field would just make me laugh. Uh, was always good. Um, Danny Hoosen, all the stupid stuff we'd say to each other while being locker mates. Um, oh, uh, Ryan Johnson, when I was with San Jose Earthquakes back in 2009, like... <laughs> The freestyle raps and stupid stuff we do when flying on on the plane between you know when we're going to games. Back then, you you played every team. You know you played the you played the team home in a way, or was it? Yeah, you played every team home in a way. So you traveled to every single major city, and we'd just be freestyling and having fun on the plane when we do that to pass time. Uh, let's see. Funniest, yeah. Ross LeBeau always fancies himself hella funny. He's funny sometimes. He he's funny sometimes, but he's not funny. So you know, when we clip this and we tag Ross in it, and he he sees this and hears me on that, 
uh, Ross fancies himself to be super funny. I bet, I bet, I bet you under this when it's tagged in him and he'll comedy be like, bro, I'm hella funny, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm hilarious. Uh, he fancies himself funny. Um, <laughs> Mike McGee and just like how he would operate would always just get me. I'd be laughing. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Sean, I just talked to Sean, uh, Sean Johnson, uh, the other day. So he's, um, he's helping with the org structure of the, of the com of the company of, uh, black players for change. So we were talking a bit and, uh, yeah, the Quincy time episodes, the, uh, goalkeeper battle goalkeeper wars, uh, his is always like, we're always just sneak dissing each other. So that's, that's what I said. It's like all my, my teammates over the years, it's just like different types of funny, but man, uh, I never played with Alan Gordon. So Alan Gordon was never on my team, but I, I have heard how he tells stories on the, the BSI podcast. I think Benny Fellharber and Ike, Ike Opara, Sal Zizzo's BSI podcast. I listened to their episode with, um, Alan Gordon and he sounds like a legend. He sounds like a funny dude. I would have had a lot of fun with him. I kind of, uh, uh, I'm sad. I, I, I missed out, uh, uh, playing with him during my time in the league. Uh, speaking of which, you guys got to see if, uh, I don't know if the BSI crew listens to the Ask Soccer Pro show, but we gotta, we gotta get on, get on that show, have a little conversation. Uh, but we got two minutes left, two minutes left. Um, it's 3 a.m. now in England and there are three more hours until Friday morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casty Goal, what's going on? Uh, Joe Jackson said, yo, Quincy, it's getting to the end of the live again, so I want to say thank you for another great live and have a great week. Of course, Joe, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. Everybody, thanks for joining in. I'm seeing you spamming the heart, the heart button. I appreciate that. Um... Uh, the sports court, I saw your other question. Um, please join in next week. Drop that same question. I'll be happy to answer that. That's a good one. I like that. The questions are starting to get, uh, not starting. The questions have been gotten progressively more and more like in depth and detailed. So I'm appreciating that. Um, I'm liking that. Uh, as always, everybody, as Ross would say, be good to each other. Uh, thanks for, for joining in. Looking forward to seeing everybody next week. Um, uh, you know, reshare the account with some friends and family. Go check out the the website. Check out the updates. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Um, of course, happy to answer your guys' questions. Um, loving seeing everyone spam the heart button. Um, yeah, yeah, loving it. Like I said, loving it from everybody. It was a great episode. Happy to to see everybody as always. I'll see everybody next week. And as always, you guys know what it is. I'm in your head. Hey.